Life Audio. Hi, friends. Welcome to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. This is a podcast that's designed just for you to relax, to exhale your stress, and to breathe in. A loving word from God's promises in Scripture. You'll also pick up a practical soul care tip that can help you to restore calm to your body and your emotions, and you'll breathe a breath prayer. When stress grips us, when our mind is filled with all the different problems and challenges in the world as well as in our own personal lives, we hold our breath. And so it's a wonderful reminder that as we breathe in, breathe out, we breathe in God's word. Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That is so exciting, right? We are the breathe community. We want to receive God's breath, his holy word. Well, today's topic is about the importance of having childlike joy. Maybe you thought I was going to say the importance of having childlike faith. And we're going to see that having childlike faith is expressed in moving in action with childlike joy. That's right. Do you ever feel that joy is childish? Like maybe you have a certain definition of what does it mean for you to have joy? As you think back on what you love to do as a child, maybe you think it's childish to want to experience that kind of euphoric joy or that spontaneous joy. Well, today I'm going to share something that's going to inspire you to see it as spirit-filled joy because every time God speaks to us so lovingly in gentle whispers of love, he talks to us as a mother protecting her little chicks. We see that imagery, right? We talked about a few episodes ago how God hovers over the nest like an eagle, hovering to protect and guard. We have many scriptures that say that as a mother comforts you, I comfort you. Well, friend, part of that renewed identity as God's beloved child is being able to have joy and we can experience joy as we move out in joy that's the catch because when we're stressed we don't feel like it it's probably the last thing on our mind it seems like we're speaking planet mars language it's just so foreign to us right but actually that is something jesus invites us to do that when we do feel low and down in our spirit, he wants us to move towards doing things that can renew, replenish, and refill our joy. So friend, what is it that you once loved to do that gave you joy? And maybe you just put it to the side. Today's podcast is for you because you're going to learn that having that childlike joy is really exercising childlike faith. And that is going to be the greatest thing we can experience in our day-to-day life with Jesus.
Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Well, I always love to start off with a story. And this is about one of our favorite Christmas gifts this year. I know it's January, but you know what? It gives our body and our emotions joy when we recall a happy memory. So, you know, Christmas doesn't just happen in December. We continue to walk in the newness of the life that God's given us. And Christmas is just a wonderful time we can draw back on. Now, one of the gifts we got was a new board game. A family friend gave us a family gift, and it was a game called Ticket to Ride. Do you know that board game? Well, I have a freshman in high school and a teenager that's a senior in high school, and it's Josh and Caleb, and they both loved this game. We love this game. And what's really special is that we kind of went on a Ticket to Ride train marathon during the time between Christmas and New Year's. We had so much fun just playing the game over and over again because, of course, we all want to take turns winning, right? (laughs) But what's special about this game is that you can try to plot your own route to the different destination. And depending on what your destinations are, you can win if you have the most train. Kind of like you count how much further you can go. But the fun thing about it is even if you don't win, it's so fun to be able to feel that sense of accomplishment by completing a destination, you know? And so that's why I think it's fun. It's both fun because you get some personal fulfillment in finishing your destination, even if you don't come out on top. And I thought, what a really great metaphor for joy. Sometimes we like to look at what other people are doing, and we might think our little ideas seem so small in comparison with others. But what's special about joy with Jesus is that God has placed a spark of idea that brings you personal joy. And so today, I just really want to ask you, what is something that gives you joy, that sparks joy in you? And why did you put it to the side? What are some of the reasons why you've put it to the side? Well, one of the things that has been really special in this new year, a lot of people ask me, well, you know, what is something you do in the new year that can help you release stress? Because it's kind of hard to go outside in different areas of the world or in the country. It's really, really cold. There's a lot of snow. Here in California, we love going for walks and hike. We bundle up. And so we're able to go outside and take that walk. But another thing that you can do is to think of things that brought you joy that's playful. What are some of the things that have been playful for you? And I talked about different play personalities in 
our soul care school. There are eight different play personalities. Depending on how God created you, your personality, there's different ways that you love to have fun. And so I just really wanted to talk about the importance of play today because this is one thing that you can do to help boost your mood in the winter time as we're kind of at home with the cold weather. What are some of the things that you would enjoy for play? And play is not just for kids. You can tap into the powerful benefits of play shown by neurophysiology research, improved mood and well-being, reducing anxiety, depression, stimulating creativity, enhancing relationships. That's what the psychiatrist Stuart Brown calls the state of play in his book, Play. He studies the role of play in everyone, everyone, including criminals, all the way to business people, to artists and Nobel Prize winners. Play is an important role. Play, quote, is purposeless, fun, and pleasurable. Play is the purest expression of love. Why would he say that? Well, because there is no goal in play except joy. I just wanted to share a few of those play personalities. I'm curious, which play personality are you? Now, there's eight. I won't go through all eight here, but... One of the fun things is that we have different people in our lives that have these different play personalities. So you can also invite them to your house or you can invite yourself over to them and ask them to show you what is play. For instance, in our soul care school, we have one student. Her name is Christy, and she is teaching us how to crochet. I've never even picked up any knitting needles, crochet needles, and yet that's something I've always wanted to try. I don't have that interest, but I know somebody that does. So you may know somebody that has an interest or hobby that you want to learn. Be bold. Invite that friend over and say, could you show me how to do this? Or can I come along with you to do something they enjoy doing? Well, one of the personalities is called the storyteller. I would say that I may be one of those storytellers in your life. And hopefully this podcast is fun for you. Storyteller likes to share experiences or stories, and that is a form of play. How would you like to tell stories? There's also the competitor, and that's kind of the board game type personality, right? Team games. There's also the collector. Maybe you enjoy play by collecting certain things, or you like to make things. That's the artist personality, creative play, making things, or perhaps You like to explore, explore different ideas, that's intellectual ideas, or you can explore emotionally, maybe through writing things, drawing things, music. There's a lot of different important ways that you play. So I just wanted to share with you that scientifically, play is one of the most powerful ways to build in resilience. And they find that laughter, you know, when they go and they did a study with People who were in the hospital in recuperation or recovery, those who had laughed more, they registered a lower sense of pain and they healed faster. Laughter, sending the serotonin through our system, it's a feel-good hormone, helped patients to recover faster. 
So maybe there's a funny movie that you enjoy or are there certain people that just make you laugh very, very naturally. You just tend to have sunshine in your heart when you are with them. Make time. Conversation can be play. It's very important. And so now I want to bring in God's word to you because you might be asking yourself, well, that sounds great, but it sure seems childish to want to kind of be our younger self when there's so many other stresses or pressures or serious things might be going on in your life. Well, this is where the spiritual life we walk with Jesus is the secret. Because in our hearts, the way Jesus relates to us, he relates to us as his beloved children. Everywhere in scripture, we find this. Now, one of the things that I did is I wanted to do a study as I was healing from my anxiety in an earlier season of my life. That's kind of how I felt. Isn't this kind of silly? Isn't this kind of just extra time and it's wasteful of time or resources? Well, I got really interested in looking at what Jesus had to say about children. And this is what I found that I would like to share with you today. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. This is in passages in Matthew 18, 4, and in Mark chapter 10, verses 13 and 16, and in Mark chapter 9, verse 37. This is about the disciples. Do you know that story? You sometimes might hear about it in reference to Sunday school stories and saying, oh, Jesus loves the little children. Well, they were trying to get close to Jesus to have Jesus bless them, but the disciples pushed them away. And so that's why we find Jesus is irate. Jesus was irate and let them know it. Don't push these children away. Don't ever get between them and me. These children are at the very center of life in God, in the kingdom. Unless you accept God's kingdom in the simplicity of a child, you'll never get in. So there it is, friends. You see, Jesus is inviting us unless we can have childlike faith. That's how we can experience God's kingdom. Then gathering the children up in his arms, he laid his hands a blessing on them. Isn't that interesting? The disciples kind of represent 
that voice in us, the world's voice that says, you know, if it's not productive, it doesn't result in anything productive. It's really a waste of time. We need to push those things away. But it contrasts what Jesus did. It says that Jesus gathered them close in his arms and he laid his hands on them. Oh, friend, isn't that something we all long for? To just feel God's arms, Jesus grabbing us, pulling us close to him in his embrace and feeling his touch of love and peace on us. Well, Jesus further says, anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf is welcoming me. Wow, that just changed my life. It was like Jesus very tenderly bringing me to him and say, look at this, the greatest in the kingdom is the faith of a child. I want you to be childlike with me, Bonnie. And in fact, friend, I want to share this with you. It's the good news of the gospel. When we welcome that child within us to be present with Jesus, we are welcoming Jesus into our day. Wow, play suddenly has become holy and sacred. It's our time with Jesus. So friend, what is that playful part of your heart whispering to you? What have you longed to enjoy? And yet you thought maybe, you know, that's no longer part of my life anymore. Jesus says, I want to restore the years that the locusts ate away. I want to restore to you the joy that comes from being my child. You know, many of us, we may not have experienced that fullness of love from a father or a mother, or maybe it's later in your life, in a marriage or in your work, a sense of belonging in ministry or among your social circles. But we find in the New Testament, we always hear that we are adopted into God's family. We have a new identity, and just like adopted children, they have to learn, don't they? They have to learn that they're safe. They have to learn that they no longer are unheard. I had a friend who adopted a little girl from China, and she called me one time, and she was so happy. She says, Bonnie, you know, so-and-so, she finally cried. And it's so beautiful because in the orphanage, the babies stopped crying because they knew nobody would come. Dear friend, you are God's beloved And God wants you to cry out to him and share your heart, your desire for joy. And Jesus will gather you close. I want to guide you in a breath prayer now in this place of safety. It's a beautiful verse from Psalm 94, 19. We're going to inhale. When my anxious thoughts multiply, exhale. Your comforts delight my soul. Inhale, when my anxious thoughts multiply. Exhale, your comforts delight my soul. 
What a powerful verse. It has all those wonderful soul care words, doesn't it? That when our anxious thoughts, they kind of run away from us. But it says that God's comforts delight our soul. There's that word again, delight. Haven't we been exploring that in this new year? The root word of joy actually conveys home delight. So friend, this week, I want to encourage you, take time to do something that reflects that childlike joy that you want to experience. What would that be? I encourage you to take action and to splurge on that time with Jesus. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, give me courage to choose joy this week. Help me to see you smiling, inviting me, pulling me closer to enjoy that something small moment of joy with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friend, pick up a copy of any of my books, Finding Spiritual White Space, Whispers of Rest, Sweet Like Jasmine, Breathe, the ECPA bestseller, read it together, encourage one another during these times where we need to hear that loving voice of Jesus. Remember that you're loved and you are cherished. Just rest. Breathe, the Stress Less podcast is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hello, my name's Rachel Carmen, and I want to invite you to come over and listen to my podcast. It's called Real Refreshment. For years and years as a young mother, I chased after the wind, thinking that the world could offer me the refreshment I longed for. But it was only when I discovered it in the person of Jesus Christ that I really found refreshment. Come on over and join me as we dig into Bible study. I'll see you there.